Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Move Podcast, brought to you each and every day of the summer by Ketone IQ. Of course, made by HVMN. We're talking about stage 19. Alain, wh- wh- where'd we go? Stage 19. Moiran en montagne to Poligny. Moiran en montagne to Poligny. That's right. That's right. Um, fantastic stage win uh, by Mohoric. Um, third stage win for that team, for Bahrain. George, yep. um, <laughs> and every, you know, every one of them and not surprisingly, just so emotional, right. Having lost Gino Motter in the tour of Switzerland. Um, um, but the team is, is, and we, you know, we, we speak about it a lot. I mean, just that, that morale, uh, builds and by the way, Mohorich is, is, uh, the thing about that last group of three riders, you had a winner, Milan San Remo, you had a winner tour of Flanders and, and Ben O'Connor who came in as, as a, uh, a dark horse for the podium and was the revelation of last year's tour. I mean, he had some horsepower up there. Yeah. I mean, three guys, I mean, we, when they initially got away, even though you had guys like Vanderpool, uh, with his teammate Phillipson, strong, strong guys chasing them, Mads Peterson, <clears throat> but it's really hard to get, once you get guys like that up the road yep. to pull them back. We'll get into all that action. Today's show brought to you by Huckberry. Huckberry is building the future of retail for active adventurous guys where style and adventure converge Millions trust them as their one-stop men's shop for discovering and shopping well-crafted products. By the way, when they say millions, they mean it. They send, I think they send out 3 million newsletters a day. And, and I love this. If I had to, uh, that's sort of like my North Star for like content. The way they send out, the content is so great. The products are so great. You know, you can, you can shop around and get stuff or just, just take in the content. They're crushing it there. Um, I know the 72-hour tea is a favorite of ours. Um, I could wear it for 72 hours and it would not smell. I'm not so sure about George. You know why, right? It's merino wool. Because it's merino wool. Correct. And it's super cozy. Uh, they've got it in all different cuts and, and sizes and varieties. So you guys uh, check that out. It is lightweight and soft. Uh, JB, I know you're a fan of the waxed trucker jacket because you drive a big Slick. pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. It is a big truck. <laughs> you do. And, and then the 365 pants, those probably don't wear those, George, three, 365 days in a row, please. Yeah, anything will be better than what you had on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> fair point, fair point. Uh, we, we went through the, the catalog and curated our own list. Myself, JB, and George picked out the stuff we love the most. You can check it out at huckberry.com slash the move. Again, that's huckberry.com slash the move. Also today brought to you by AG1. It's our daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. And as I say every day, and, and, and you know, a lot of uh, these, the, the smart people out there will agree, let's take control of your health, whether it's energy, uh, whether it's strength, whether it's gut health. Listen to Andrew Huberman. Listen to Peter Atia. They will tell you, as will we, AG1 is the way to start your day. Um, it, it's, it's been a game changer uh, truly for all of us, and I love the backstory on how uh, the founder was really in pursuit of, of just a one, uh, uh, an all-in solution um, um, in a daily dose. And AG1 came to the rescue, all for less than three bucks a day. You can take control of your health. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG, sorry, no, 10 free AG1 travel, 10, not five, that's double, 10 free AG1 travel packs. Head on over to drink ag1.com slash the move. That's drinkag1.com slash the move. By the way, this company, now, I watched a little bit of the stage today, as you know. 
But I spent most of the time this morning watching the Open. Um, AG1, they running ads during the Open? Crushing. Crushing. Yeah, they are crushing. Helped me almost get a hole-in-one yesterday. I know, that was a Even when the bum neck. close. A bum neck. I almost had to turn around. I couldn't even move my neck. I was like, ah, screw it. Let's go play. <laughs> I'll put it in. And 160 yards, up slightly uphill, into the wind, smooth eight iron. As soon as I hit it, I said, oh, Three inches short. And Ball. you have gotten a hole in one. I have. That would be my second one in six months. They say they come in pairs. So I was like, yes, today's the day. Anyways, we're not here to talk about my golf game or the Open. Um, but uh, the tour is, is, is grinding on. Uh, it, look, you see how exhausted the Peloton is. We're going to talk about tomorrow. But when you see how just in a stage like today, how tired they are. And to think uh, even slightly ahead and look at tomorrow, boy. Yeah, I mean, they're, everybody's extremely exhausted, but you still see the kilometer zero banner, and there's guys lined up, ready to attack. I mean, back in our day, I keep saying it, it's always been, it was like the panic cookings attacks at <laughs> kilometer zero, and now you got guys, the best guys in the world, best sprinters in the world, the guys going for the green jersey, mountain jersey, um, winners of Tour of Flanders, winners of Milan Serimo, going from kilometer zero and fighting for over an hour before the breakaway yep. goes I mean, the, the aggression in this race is just mind-boggling. They're going so hard. There's four or five groups on the road in the first hour. Um, three, 100-mile stage in three and a half hours. Oh. Y'all go ride 100 miles with 6,500 feet of climbing and do that in three and a half hours. Right. Let me know how that goes for you. After, after three weeks. After uh, three weeks. Of, of hard riding. You know, it shows some desperation, too. I mean, there's teams here that, that um, expected to win a stage. Their sponsors certainly expected them to win a stage. And it hasn't happened. And now you have two days left. And so it's tomorrow's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's the, there is this level of, of, of panic in the Peloton. And then you see, George, you talked about it. You saw the, the teams that didn't make that group. And then we know we've been there, you know, and you, when you get punished and you've seen other teams <laughs> where, you know, those riders just didn't, for some reason, they couldn't put one guy in a group of 35 and that director's back there going, get your ass on the front, the whole yep. team. I don't care. You're, you're, you have to ride. And that still couldn't chase it down. I mean, 35. Well, it was, it was, let's, let's go back a, a bit because it was nine initially, very strong breakaway. And then you saw teams like Intermarche, EF, uh, one or two other squads that were basically doing the punish chasing. And then all of a sudden it was 34 guys. So they, they brought it back enough to where some of the guys were able to uh, jump across, but just the aggression, it was even, it was hard even for me to keep up with exactly mm. what was going on, but you could just feel the desperation amongst the teams that have not won a stage yet. Let's talk about the, the, the sprint finish. Of course, it did come down to the line with those three guys. Mate Mohoric, uh, of course, was the ultimate winner. And we have a photo of, of the finish line. Um, this shaped up perfectly for him. You had Ben O'Connor, who knew he had no chance in a sprint with those two guys. Yeah, so he went early. Yeah. He went early. He uh, Look, he had to go early. Um, that was his only play. But uh, Asgreen catches his wheel, and Mohoric is there and, and was able to come around him. But look at this photo finish. Now, um, it, it took a minute, actually, for uh, the coverage to show this. And here you have Moharch winning by, you know, let's just call it two or three inches. Yeah, the front um, view they had on TV, you couldn't Very hard tell. to tell. And, Not and, at all. Right. And, and hard for those guys, too, when they're standing around before they get the ruling. But if you're, if you're watching the show, kids, right, look at Mohorich on the top of the screen and then look at Asgreen at the bottom. By the way, both of these guys are complete studs. Um, uh, and on the top, you have Mohorich. That is how you do a bike throw. 
on the bottom, Askren, who knows exactly what he's doing. He just missed. I don't think he, it's not that he didn't throw his bike. He mistimed it. Now my view, and I'd love to hear your take, George, is when you're coming from behind as Mahorch did, and he was behind, behind, behind coming around. It's just so much easier versus getting past to know exactly when to throw that bike. And, and he just, I mean, if, if Osgren throws his bike, he wins. Not only that, I Which, think we, by, sorry, by the way, would have been two stages in a row for yeah. him, four team quick step, which desperately needed yesterday's win. You went two in a row, they all walk out of here like, what's the big deal? Yeah. We had this yeah. all along, but yeah, that's a tough way to lose. Look, there's no doubt. Ash Green, not only has he come to form in this third week, but he, he's he was actually in the breakaways early on in the race. I mean, he's been, Guys, and we actually said he, he was doing desperation attack, attacks. Well, they're working now. But a guy like that who's won Tour of Flanders, won a stage of the Tour de France yesterday, he's not sleeping tonight. Because if he goes back and watches that replay, and just if he would have just sat on Ben O'Connor's wheel for maybe two right. seconds more instead of instantly just taking that slipstream and going, that was the difference between winning and losing. Because even Moharaj says it at, at the, in his interview. He's not a strong sprinter. He knows that. But in a race like today, when you're doing 100 miles in three and a half hours and, and you have no matches left, a sprint like that is completely different. Ash Green went in with a bit, maybe too much confidence. He won a stage, big deal, but I guarantee you he's not sleeping tonight because he knows he, he, he could have easily won that. Look, he's been in the other seat, right? I mean, when he won Tour of Flanders, he was with Matthew Vanderpool. I mean, yep. if you'd have polled the 100 smartest people in the sport, 98 of them would have said he's going to get smoked in the sprint. A hard race like Tour of Flanders, that's not three and a half hours, that's six and a half hours. And he just had enough strength. At that point, speed... Yes, it's important, but it kind of goes away. Whoever's fresher, whoever's stronger, you can come around. And he did it to Matthew Vanderpool, and he had it done to him today. Anything can happen. At the end of three weeks, it's been very hard. At the end of a hard stage, up and down all day. And you're on the wheel, and you time it just right, and you nail that bike throw, and voila. There's, there's, that's how you win. Yeah, another, another great uh, victory from Team Bahran. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, emotional. I mean, all these guys, they have the jer- on their jerseys, right for Gino, uh, to, come, to come out of the Tour de France with three stage wins um, from three different riders. Doesn't get much better for th- than that on the team. No, no. I think they, uh, and is Pelo Bill Ballon, is he still in the top 10? I guess we just know those things. But, so. you know, again, just for the team's uh, overall goals, that's probably a, uh, yeah, he's sitting in sixth overall. So think about that. You have a team, three stage wins, Sixth in the overall, boy, I think they're leaving happy. They're leaving happy, and all these guys that are battling for uh, third that third place spot, they all had a. I mean, Adam Yates was actually dropped at the early at the early part of the stage. His teammates had to wait for him, but the rest of these these guys were able to sit in, hopefully save some energy for tomorrow, which I think is going to be a massive battle between you know third and uh, seventh place for that third spot. I mean, these guys are going to be going all in tomorrow and. It'll be really fun to watch. Worth noting, um, um, Matej Moric, uh, it's his third uh, stage win in the Tour de France. Former U23 world champion, winner of Milan-San Remo. He's got some big, big results behind mm-hmm. him. No panic cooking. Another Slovenian, a tiny country just producing so much talent. Right. Well, there you have it. Mm. Cyclical. Yep. Well, it looks like Wout Van Aert got home in time. He got home. Congratulations <laughs> to Wout. And they, he timed that ride. I don't know. His wife's like, uh, maybe I want to get home. Anyways, congratulations to, to Wout Van Aert and his wife and, and their other child for, for the new arrival. Pretty yeah, special. Absolutely. Congratulations. His, worth him going home for his that. His job's sure. done anyways. He's got a, you know, you, he went from, you know, 
controlling the Peloton at the Tour de France to changing diapers. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. It is fun sometimes. Changing diapers? Well, I mean. How many did you change? You know what I always loved? Did you ever have one of those diaper things? Well, you, we all have kids. I mean, those diaper deals where you stuff it in there. And the diaper, diaper genie. Diaper genie. Diaper genie. That's something, right? Mm-hmm. That is, that is, uh, today's show brought to you by Diaper Genie. Uh, in honor, no. Head on over to, no. Um, but yeah, we have, and then you finally have to empty it. Mm-hmm. And they got all those deals stuck together. You know, the diapers <laughs> stuck together. Right. I used to like just, uh, a, a, I don't think I ever did uh, with Anna, but my first wife, uh, Kristen, I would, I'd put it on like as a necklace and walk around. <laughs> just a little, it, it was a little, it was, it was a little, bl- <laughs> it was and a then, little. <laughs> and then you wonder why you have neck pain right little, now. It's like bl- residual effect from uh, wearing diaper <laughs> necklaces. And you wonder why you divorced. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you know, actually back in the day, Kristen, you know, I'd do anything, so shit like that, or just get cranky. She said, you know, I think it's time for you to go for a bike ride. <laughs> she would. Is it you know, off season? Be like, is, is off season over yet? <laughs> the and, diaper genie and, necklace. And, for, and for, if there's any uh, wives out there of current professional cyclists listening, you know what I'm talking about. Just go ride your bike. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. Now it's time for you to go for a long <laughs> bike ride, Lance. <laughs> Today's show also brought to you by HVMN. We often hear that fasting and exercise are good for the brain, just as we were talking about. And relief from your wife uh, is also <laughs> is also this also good. Uh, HVMN launched the world's first drinkable ketone in 2017. Ketone IQ is their latest innovation on ketones with improved effectiveness, taste, and cost. I tell you what, I'm getting questions every day about ketone IQ. I just get the most random text messages from people. Like, I should, should I try ketones? I'm like, yeah, give it a shot. You know? I mean, it's working Absolutely. for us. Worked for JB and COVID, COVID, I almost said COVID head. <laughs> I wonder if it will help my neck. Um, it is no wonder that HVMN supplies ketones to most of this Peloton. By the way, also, ketone IQ is now available at any Sprouts throughout the U.S., you can save 30% off your first subscription order of Ketone IQ at hvmn.com slash the move. Again, that's hvmn.com slash the move. Also today brought to you by Roka. They have completely uh, invented a new class of eyewear, not just on the performance side. By the way, George, if anybody sees pictures yesterday, he borrowed a pair of my shades. He took those, he took his blingy gold ones off, which they've yet to send me <laughs> and wore a pair of mine. You look pretty good in I them. I did like those. I know. I saw you. I was yeah. like, whoa. Brought we went, back this morning. Went out way. for a bike ride with our friend Dylan, and and sure, sure enough, as soon as Dylan got dropped, George started going harder and just <laughs> left him on the side of the mountain. We did um did do nice sort of a, not an easy ride for his first day at altitude. So I got to give him that. But not just on the performance side, the casual side, the prescription side, uh, the optics are uh, truly world class. Uh, they do not. Um, they're crystal clear, they're fog-resistant and scratch-resistant, and no matter how bad you're sweating, they will not slip off your face. Hand-built in our hometown of Austin, Texas, the Move listeners get 20% off. Just go to Roka, R-O-K-A.com. That's Roka.com. Enter the code THEMOVE for 20% off. Last one of the day, today's show brought to you by Ventum. Now, if y'all watched the other day, I got my new custom-painted NS1. I've been nice. waiting. George for months has had this 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 uh, Colombian version, right, with the <laughs> Colombian flag and all that. I didn't go Texas. I didn't go U.S. No, I, I wanted a weedy orange. I went all orange on this NS1. If you haven't seen it, 
Maybe check the socials or go, go back a couple of episodes. This thing, let me tell you something. How jealous were you, George? I was nice. I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, like a, a good friend. Instead of being jealous, I was kind of happy for you. That I finally... <laughs> that you finally got a custom. He's coming around. This Phantom. tour, for those who didn't tune in in the beginning, at the start of the tour, he called me fat. And now we've come <laughs> around to the end. He's happy that... Look, everybody's happy on New Bike Day. Anytime I see something that gives you a smile and, you know, perhaps makes all of our day here at the We Do Staff <laughs> Your day's better, for then you know what? I'm going to be happy about it. <laughs> Won't you come over here and massage my neck? Huh? Seriously, no, it's the more on the left side. You get bored over there. Huh? Well, I said I was a massage connoisseur, but I didn't mean I know how to give massages. <laughs> uh, the, the new NS1 is a rocket ship, as is the gravel bike, the GS1. Those are our go-to uh, whips, as we call them. By the way, the the custom uh, the 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 company's kicking ass. Um, dedicated customer support. Um, also, uh, producing great content. You can check out that stuff out at their socials on Instagram and YouTube. That's at Ventum Racing over there. Uh, get ten percent off when you use the code We Do at checkout at VentumRacing.com slash the move. That's ten percent off. Use the code We Do W E D U. I wonder if Dia's still over there running around in France with his brother. I think he is. Yeah. He's getting married in November. Uh, yeah, in Egypt. I was tempting. I've never been to Egypt. Me neither. So for Thanksgiving. What do they do? What do they do in Egypt for Thanksgiving? Is that like a thing? Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't <know>. think so. <laughs> I don't think. They didn't have like pilgrims and. and, <laughs> no, and I don't and, think uh, they celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. They do. Oh, anyways. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow. You, well, 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 it feels like did, we didn't miss anything else about today. Uh, no, we're going to look at tomorrow. And that first thing that comes to mind to me is these sprinters who want to sprint on Sunday have to get through tomorrow. Yeah. And they're, as you said already, this Peloton is beat down. Beat down. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, um, it's kind of a cruel joke. Look at this. Look at this profile. And, and, uh, in a short stage, which, you know, um, a lot of folks think that's that's easier, but that just means it's going to be super aggressive. I don't see a whole lot of flat terrain. Oh man, on that's stage. that's just a nightmare stage for uh, more than half of the peloton right now. I, I think Jonas Vingago is is pretty confident he can get through this, but there there's guys in the top ten who are not confident, it's, and guys that are competing for the podium or um, or top ten. This is a day that keeps you up at night. This this is nasty. Well, yeah. this is paints a good picture for the shakeup that George described between yeah, I mean, the, the, third and third, seventh. Third and seventh is going to be a huge battle. Um, lots of opportunities for them to gain to gain time and uh, fight for that third place and podium spot. And let's see if you know Pogacar recovers, uh, being the rider that he is, he can certainly win the stage as well and go out with a bang. And there are people talking about that. I saw an interview somewhere where um, you know folks just talking about the, how this day is. Is so important, and not um, obviously. You know, when a guard has seven, seven and a half minutes, but there's going to be some some shakeup. Yeah, last opportunity for you know a guy like Pogacar to win the stage. Uh, so I can definitely see his strong team being up there and controlling it, even though there is a breakaway because it's his last opportunity to win a stage. So here's the headline: Enios backs Rodriguez and suspects Tour de France could quote blow apart on stage twenty. I don't. I don't disagree no. with that. Yeah. By looking at that profile, the the shortness of the stage, the fatigue of the peloton, uh, the last opportunity for some folks, they're going from the gun. I think we know that. Ooh, that's one. You as a rider, you're just like really. Yeah. On the, the you're looking stage. at yeah. You're, you sign in. You know you're we, signing in every morning as yeah. they do every day. But you go up to sign in and like, 
you know, ASO CEO, Jan Limoner is there. And you're like, really? I know. We've done <laughs> did, did we have to, I mean, aren't we almost like, how about this? When the champagne is like Sunday, how about yeah. we just sort of, we've done, we've done <laughs> stages, the penultimate stage that have been hard like finishing on top of Mount Ventoux. But I don't remember all of these early climbs going right. on a stage like Ventoux, crazy hard, but all you gotta do is get to the bottom and not go nice and steady up and finish finish there. But this is going to be a time trial for all the sprinters. And, and didn't have the previous 15 out of 20 days. Their so. saving grace is that it's so hard. I imagine all the sprinters and sprinter teams will stay together, you know, and uh, steady up the climbs, full gas on the downhills. And let me tell you, those guys uh, in the Gruppetto, they go so fast downhill that it's, it's a scary thing to be part of. I think that... Looking at tomorrow's stage, it reminded me of something that George said earlier in this tour, is, which surprised me. He said, I only take it one day at a time. Because yeah. you, you can't be on stage 13 thinking about this 20th no stage. Way. Yeah. You said as, you know, on your tours, you just only looked at today, yeah. just chip away at it. Yeah, like I said, tomorrow these guys will will stay together as much as possible, uh, being that it's so hardy. There could be a, a massive group battle. There, mo- there will be a massive group battle on that first climb, yeah. 10, 15K into the stage. Oof. By the way, it's, it's, uh, the climbs tomorrow uh, starts with three Cat 2s, a Cat 3, and finishes with two Cat 1s. Oof. You don't have no idea how many times that has been your reaction in this <laughs> tour. Oof. Every time we show something, a new profile. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Well, happy you're not there, right? Almost, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. You should happy get Coatlin uh, count how many oofs we've done in the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the count. Oh, uh, okay. Um, we. Uh, this I don't think this is a new Joe Natale, but he he sent an oldie but a goodie because it was relevant this year. Um, oh, the because we because you were talking about Karate Kid. <laughs> well, he maybe maybe wait. Why did he he why make me the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong versus Hincapi. No mercy is coming on July twenty eighth. Gaspin and Aspen. I feel like he changed some of the stuff. Fear does not exist in this dojo. The race before the race. To oh, settle. this was the year yeah, that you was, guys raced. The 50. That's right. The pre. Where's um? Where's Miyagi 20. though? Miyagi-san. Oh, he's right there in the back, in the corner, behind JB. See him? Yeah, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing my pants? It looks. It's hard to see his feet, but it's close to wearing. By the way, you know, doing stuff like that. I, my number one objective when I walk into this uh, situation is to be comfortable and to be. I don't need like, you know, spy cameras peeping on my pants and, and uh, leg length and high waters and all that. It's just not cool. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll put that, we'll make a note of that and try to make you as comfortable as possible. All right. Ventum Trivia, NS1. We're drawing a name in just uh, a couple of days. Good. That'll be very, very cool to give away a brand new NS1 just by answering the trivia, trivia questions and emailing them in. Yesterday, they uh, Ventum actually said they'll accept Two answers. Ooh. Because the question was, who was this year's youngest rider? It was Quinn Simmons. And so they're going to get a couple different answers of who's in, who's out. The other one uh, is Carlos Rodriguez. Uh, when you said it yesterday, I had a feeling, which, I mean, that's pretty incredible. The guy is. is competing for the, you know, close to getting on the podium, see how tomorrow goes. Youngest rider in the race. That's amazing. And, and you know, he's up there. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, very uh, other 22-year-olds in the race, uh, Kevin, 
Vermark. Yep, American. Yep. Um, uh, Mateus Skelmos is also 22. Oh, Those are all 22-year-olds. So one last question. What last chance to get in the drawing to win the new NS1 is, and this is a shocking number, how many days did Eddie Merckx spend in a yellow jersey? Mm. Ooh. Uh, You'll be shocked. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be shocked by the number. <laughs> uh, so look it up, send it in, trivia at VentumRacing.com. All right. Hey, now I have a really cool note here uh, from Sharon and Steve Thompson. These are the people who are listeners of The Move, told us about what was going on in Teleco Plains, Tennessee, and they just wanted to send a little update, and we have some images to go with it. But Sharon writes, I just want to take a minute on behalf of the Teleco Plains kids to express our appreciation once again to Operation Get Out, We Do, and The Move podcast, Melajani's Hincappy Sports, and Hiro Bikes. Uh, for such an incredible generosity to kids in our town. The kids are loving their bikes. The community is still thrilled and quite shocked that folks with no, t- check out these photos, folks with no ties to our town would uh, so richly give. Every single day I receive messages from at least one family thanking us for the bikes. Hmm. Um, I'd like to thank fellow We Do listeners who contributed to Bikes for Kids, Teleco Plains, and invite any who've never been to our area to come see us. And having been there, it's some beautiful riding. Right, right. Good gravel roads. I mean, incredible. I, I went there and saw it myself. And uh, more than 10,000 feet of climbing on some of those roads. Uh, on the first pick, uh, the first one had the boy in tears. Little man turns eight years old today. He's in the middle child wow. of three, lives with a single mom, two brothers, and his grandfather. Others in the photos. Got they they had hat on, too. Yeah, the second they'd, guy. Look at that hincapi hat from the second guy. Very cool. Yeah, and then the uh, the last pick of the little boy hugging Steve. This child is also autistic and has uh, more severe symptoms. He is nonverbal and gener- generally uh, tactile sensitivity that pro- prohibits human touch. So this hug was huge. Interesting. Uh, right. Little man initiated the hug and insisted on paying Steve one dime and one penny for his new bike. <laughs> 11 cents was all that he had, but it meant the world to him to have a bike. Amazing. So thank you for quite literally changing lives. These families cannot begin to explain how much they've been changed. Awesome. So thanks for the nice note. Sharon, Steve, we appreciate everything you did. All right. Very cool. Um, do you want to tackle one more question? Let's go do it, yeah. Okay. Um, with only a few days left, I'm keen to hear your assessment on some of the teams in this year's tour. Relative to team goals and expectations going into the, to the race, which teams do you think will be happiest with the last three weeks and which teams will be the most disappointed? That's from Luke in Australia. That's a great question. Um, certainly, Jumbo's happy. Yep. Um, Bahran's happy. <laughs> Ineos is happy with uh, two stage wins and the fight for podium. Um, quick step, looking like a disaster tour, and all of a sudden became a re- pretty good tour for them. Not to their standards, but you know, winning one of the hardest uh, breakaway days you can win yesterday and coming so close today. Uh, well, I think Alpacin uh, happy. Yeah, Alpacin well, happy, happy, four stage yeah. wins. But, but uh, the happiest team in the whole peloton has to be Kofidis. Yep. I had one stage in a century or so and, and gets two Great stage point. wins. Yep. Century. No, in terms of elation, like yep. if you just a, 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 some percentage of increase in elation, they are the happiest, right? They, the, yep. Nobody saw that coming, so good for them. 
Um, and, then the, and then the ones, you know, I love how George always leaves me with the, with the, with the ones that we get to be, or I have to be critical of. Yeah, right? I did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, look, I, I think at the top of the list, you have to put EF. I mean, that, that's, uh, you know, and, and, and I will say a lot of that had to do with bad luck, lo- losing Carapaz early. They came in with big ambitions, signed a big rider, paid him a lot of money, has the crash, breaks the bone, and is out of the race. Um, the, the hope and the ambition going in is that he could finish on the podium. If uh, Palace had been able to hold on to that it, jersey, it, that would have been a victory for it, them. If you take Nielsen Palace off of that team, it's yeah. like they weren't even in the race. Yeah. And I give a lot of credit to Nielsen Palace for having uh, the polka dot jersey, staying aggressive, getting in the moves, trying to get points. He saved the tour for EF, without a doubt. Otherwise, I don't know who else we saw. Um, there are other teams, teams like Lotto with a storied history that, you know, that you see them. They, they try to get a day with Victor Campenarts. Um, they, they just keep trying and trying. They have to try. But, uh, though, you know, they, they're going to leave upset, right? This was not, they needed at least a stage win. Yeah. Um, you know, Intermarche, you start to get to some of these other teams that you really, we really never even think about or talk about. Um, believe it or not, there are a lot of these teams that um, just to get the invite is a win, right? And then once they get the invite, they say, golly gee, if we could win a stage, uh, that would be amazing. Like you usually see Movistar pull off a, a mountaintop win. Yeah, which they yeah. almost did with Jorgensen. Jorgensen yeah. had a great tour, you know, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, but they that, also that, lost their, you know, with uh, with Carapaz, same time they lost uh, Moss. Enrique Moss. Yeah. So again, you know, in, in the vein of bad luck, that uh, just is what it is. But, you know, the smaller French teams, Arkea, Direct Energy... Uh, things like that. It's just a, uh, you know, the, they they're leaving disappointed. Yeah. All right. We'll do questions again tomorrow. Probably not on Sunday. Maybe a special guest on Sunday. Yeah, we're working on a special guest Sunday. Uh, and uh, you can send some questions to the move at we do team. And I think we're going to see fireworks tomorrow. I, I know folks have, you know, they're probably as tired as us of watching, you know, two hundred skinny guys ride around in spandex. Um, but, uh, uh, as much as the riders are going to hate tomorrow, we're going to like it. So I would, I wouldn't sit it out. I'd, 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 unless you're a golf fan, you can go back and forth <clears throat> between the open and the, the stage 20 of, <laughs> you're not alone. We get, we've get a, a lot of emails with photos of the two screen set up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. So, so stay tuned for that and we'll be back uh, with you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Oh.